Hello. Welcome back to this podcast, which explores how the Word of God is alive and interactive with us today. Enjoy these stories from members of our congregation. May the Living Word bring you new life today. Hi, this is Pastor Jill Bergman from First Lutheran Church in Columbia Heights, Minnesota. Thank you for coming back to this podcast where we are talking about moments that people among us have had where God has shown very brightly. We've got lots of different stories, and today we are interviewing a longtime member named Shar. Hi, Shar. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Shar, how long have you been a member at First Lutheran? I believe it will be 50 years, 54 years in November. Wow. Do you remember what brought you to this congregation? My sister, Vi Lilienthal, was a member from 1953 or so. And I was the youngest of my family, so I I didn't get married until 1968. And I had been coming to First Lutheran with my sister occasionally, and I liked the church, so... I decided, my husband and I decided we were going to join the church. Wonderful. And you raised your daughter here, too. Yes. I brought, she was baptized when she was six weeks old by Pastor Gilbertson. And um, she's been a member of the church since. She went to confirmation. She went to college. But then she came back to church many, many times during the time she was. And now she lives in Edina and works in a daycare and she comes home every weekend and um, comes to church with me. Wonderful. Well, the, you have a couple of stories to share with yes, us I about do. God making a big difference in your life. And the yeah. first one begins with your daughter. So um, will you tell us a little bit about what happened? Yes. Um, I was in the kitchen making dinner and not thinking my daughter was down in the basement because we had a little play area down there. She was about four and I was busy and didn't pay any attention to her, and of course I couldn't hear anything down there. So I was just doing my usual, and I heard her walking up the stairs, and I turned around and I looked at her, and she was standing there with a plastic bag on her head. And the first thing I did was just grab it and pull it off. And the miracle to me was that she did not breathe in, and she came to me. She didn't have to. What if she? I feel she had breathed in down there. I never would have known. So but I believe God led her to me. So she found a plastic bag somewhere, somewhere right, while she was playing. Plan. Yes, and she put it all the way over her all head. All the way over her and head. Did she have it tied? Or no, it was just on her head, but she hadn't breathed in. So you're saying you didn't see any like suction marks no okay no no (laughs) okay but um after she did that was she scared when she came to see you she thought that was kind of funny oh (laughs) so she was just coming to show you yeah because i didn't really say anything to her i just grabbed this plastic bag and said i might have said oh no you know but that's about it and so you believe that God, God led her upstairs. Right, brought her to your because attention. Because I, otherwise I never would have known it. And she really wasn't 
she was playing very well down there, so I don't know what brought her upstairs. Does she have any memory of this, do you think? No, I don't believe she does. No, I don't believe she does, because I didn't make a big deal of it. Sure. When when you had time to think about it... Right. And I was just glad that she was alive. Yeah, absolutely. You must have felt such relief. I did. Did you talk to God at that moment? I'm not sure if I did or not. I'm not, I wasn't that well into my religion at the time. I, I believed in Christ and everything else, but as far as feeling God's miracle at that time, I didn't. When did you think about it as a miracle? I, I realized what could have happened and why did she come upstairs when she could have just stayed down there and breathed in and I would never have known. Sure. So I believe now that God led her upstairs to me, and I was in the kitchen so I could grab her. Wow, that's that's really important for parents when we right. um, are always learning to trust God with our children. Right. <laughs> and it's really reassuring when we see an example like that. That's right. Now you have another story to yes. tell us. How... How far after this one with your daughter do you think um, this other one she, happened? It might be a year or two. She okay. was in kindergarten, I believe. And we took my sister and her husband to the airport, and they were going to leave for a trip. And it was raining, and my brother-in-law said to me, be careful when you drive home because it's we haven't had rain for a while, and the streets will be kind of slippery. So I was really thinking about that when I was driving home. And I came to the intersection of 44th and University and came to the right turn lane into my 44th, and my car skidded into the main lane, first lane. And for some reason, the car moved back into the turn lane. Okay, so let's set this up for people trying to visualize it. So that intersection is a really big intersection. It is a big intersection. It's very, very busy. There's probably um, two lanes of traffic going each direction. yes. But then it's also coming the other direction, And there's also many, many trucks that use University Avenue. Like semi-trucks, Semi-trucks. So you were turning. I was and, turning and right. you skidded into... I skidded into the lane. Into oncoming traffic? Re- oncoming traffic. And nothing hit me then. And I, for some reason, I ended right back in the turn lane. And as I realized that I was in the turn lane, a huge semi just went roaring by me. Wow. So if I had been in the lane, I would have been killed, and so would Janet. Janet was sleeping in the back seat. Wow. So you don't have any idea how you got back into the no. tr- You didn't put the car in reverse. No, I you, didn't. You didn't even really have time I to think about it. didn't have time to think about it. I didn't even turn the steering wheel. Were you, when you were skidding, were you feeling scared? Not really. Not that I can remember. All did, I know is after it happened, I got the shakes. <laughs> did you see traffic coming towards no, you? No, I didn't see anything. I just knew that I was in the, that 
turning again, and then that semi just roared by. It just roared. Within like a Within second? Within a second, maybe a minute, I don't know. Second, <laughs> I didn't even realize what time or whatever. All I knew was I had to get a control of my car. So you were you find yourself back in the turn lane. Turn lane. What is the next thing you did? Went home. You, you so you turned then. I turned. But I bet you took it a little slower. I took it a little slower, <laughs> yes, and came to my house and got in the house and then I started shaking, and I called my neighbor across the street. I said, "You got to come over. Something happened. You got to come over." And she came over, and I think at that time, I realized that was God. It wasn't. I think when my neighbor came, I just told her that was God taking care of us, because otherwise we would be dead. Yeah, wow. So So these two stories, um, have they had any impact on your faith life? Yes, and always since then. I've noticed small miracles that some people won't accept or look at. Like if you're standing at a street, a red light, and the light turns green, and all of a sudden you don't go, and a car goes speeding through the light. And I've had many, many, many experiences where God has taken care of me, and that I have to just thank him, and then I do thank him. Thank you, God, for taking care of me in that. So my faith has grown so much since that time. So is there anything you would like people to learn from these stories that when they hear them? I think watch for the small miracles. That's what I always tell people. Just small miracles that you don't even know it's um it's God's way of talking to you or sending the spirit to take care of you. I don't know, but he wants you to be safe, and I've experienced so many episodes. There was one, but it really wasn't involving me that really threw me. My cousin Margaret was going to go to a wedding here at First Lutheran, and she we stopped at Snyder's in Columbia Heights, and she was went in to buy something, and she couldn't find her keys to get back in the car. And she was from St. Paul, and she didn't know the area at all. She was very confused, and she emptied out her pockets about three times, could not find those keys. And all of a sudden, she was getting close to the time to go to the wedding, and I said, Margaret, just stay here. Something's not, you can't go. Something's going to happen to you. And at that time, she emptied her pockets again, and there were her keys. And I went to the wedding. It was of my niece, Lois. And when I was leaving, I saw Margaret at the back of the church. And she said, I don't know. I just found those keys. I took out my pocket many times, and I told her, you were meant to be safe. Right. We don't know what no, God did. No, we don't. Did. And I said, you were not supposed to drive. Right. Something was, God was telling you not to drive yet. Right, right. So... Well, thank you for sharing these life-changing stories with us. And um, I always want to encourage anybody that has similar experiences, I would love to hear those stories because they do make a difference. They sure do. Absolutely. Before we end, could I say a prayer? Sure. All right. 
Lord Jesus, thank you for sharing Shar's stories with us today and for taking care of her all those years ago and every year since. Lord, I pray that as we hear all these stories of your work in our lives, we may grow in faith and see you and hear you and feel you more clearly every day. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. I hope you have enjoyed hearing how God, the Creator, Son, and Spirit continue to interact with us, proving that God is alive and cares about us. I would like to thank all of our contributors for making the brave decision to share their personal spiritual experiences with us. I would also like to thank Drew Stolba for recording, editing, and designing the sound of this podcast. None of this would be possible without each one of you. If you have a story to share with us, we would love to hear from you. Please contact me, Pastor Jill Bergman, at my email address in the show notes. My sincere hope is that we have all been made more aware of the activity of God in our daily lives and that we will soon have more stories to add to this podcast. Thank you for listening. May the living word bring you new life today.